0: Kunis T. How are ye? Welcome to the Candlelit Tales podcast. Now, it is spooky season, and I am terrifyingly behind schedule with my podcasts. I apologize, that's on me. I theoretically had time, but I did not have time somehow. Luckily for me, and I hope you will think luckily for you too, Oshin has been going through the vaults and he found a recording. Of a gig that he and I did at Halloween in the crypts under Christchurch so I hope you enjoy this live recording and we will be back next week with more podcasts hopefully the regularly scheduled ones but for now I'm going to tell you a story this is a terrible story and no one should hear it but I'm going to tell you anyway because we were hired to tell you horrible stories this is this is great. This is a story that's set during the famine, and most stories set during the famine are just shite crap. They're not even good stories. It's just everybody dies. Just like this. There's really no narrative. It's a highly likely mid. Exactly. It just gets worse and worse and worse, and then you're dead. This one's not quite like that. Some stuff happens. Starting in a little village, right? And in this little village, it was the middle of the 1840s. that crops were starting to fail. Everything was getting a bit. Fucking tight. Everyone was getting a bit nervous. Planting the spuds. Spuds were half rotten. Coming up out of the ground, black and stinking. Horrible, rotted smell off them. And this particular town, well, they had only one tailor, as you did back in those days, didn't you love them? And their tailor died. Starvation, fever, who knows? And a new tailor moved in. Taylor tailor was from far away. He wasn't local, he didn't know the local ways. And along with the tailor's house in this town, Taylor was given a little claw of lamb. Not a particularly big one, just enough for one family to be supported by, just about if they were careful, if they were smart. But everyone told him, he was plowing that field to make sure to leave one corner of it alone. Why? Because it was a fucking fairy fort. Now the tailor was not from around there. He didn't know what a fairy fort was. He'd never heard of one. He said, why the hell shouldn't I plow this field? This is my field. I own this field. He was from Russia or something, I don't know. Can't read new accents. Anyway. Everyone tried to convince him not to plough the entire field. Just leave the fairy fort alone. But he wouldn't be told. He wouldn't be reasoned with. So he went out. He dug up the whole field. Including the bit with the fairy fort on. Everyone came out and took and watched him. There wasn't a lot going on in those days. They gathered around the fences and they watched the little tailor as he went about his work. No one helped him. Ploughing the field. Planting the field with the potatoes. And then of course, you just wait for them to grow, don't you? I'm pretty sure that's farming. not much else to it. The following year, when it came to harvest time, well, all of the potato plants in his field, stems were black and withered, except the ones in that corner. That corner where everyone told him not to plant, Those stems were tall and green and looked beautiful. Perfectly healthy. And just like they did when he was planting and ploughing, the whole village gathered round to watch the tailor harvest his potatoes. Still muttering to each other that he was out of his head if he was gonna do this. So dangerous. Fairies were gonna appear and fuck him up. They didn't know how they were gonna do it, but they knew it was gonna happen. And they watched him. They watched him dig. They watched as he dug up these spuds, and they watched as the side of his shovel cut into one of them. And when he held it up, everyone could see clear as day, the blood that ran out of the potato and dripped onto the ground. Now, they were all pretty sure that if he wasn't completely fucking nuts. This tailor would throw out potatoes that bled, because that's not fucking right. But no, all the rest of his spuds were rotten. He would nothing left to eat. He said, it'll be fine. I'll boil him. Be grand. Scrubbed him. He boiled him. He sat down, and he ate him with butter. Nobody saw the tailor for a couple of days after that. Stayed in his house, ate something that didn't agree with him. And when people finally came, when the neighbors finally came looking for him, the first thing they noticed was a smell. A stench, like the potatoes rotting in the field, but mixed in with the smell of a dead rat. Something just horrible and decayed. All they could see there, though, was the remains of the last meal he'd eaten. Perfectly innocent-looking potatoes on a plate. Few bites of them left. Taylor himself, he was lying in bed, doubled over in pain, crying out when anyone touched him. His skin was bruised as soon as you laid a hand on him, no matter how gentle you were. They didn't think it was funny. Some people did. They gathered him up, and the only thing they could think to do, this man who was crying out and twisting in agony with every touch on his skin, they brought him to the workhouse charitable institution set up to take care of the poor, the destitute. They brought him inside there, where none of the nurses, none of the ward sisters wanted to go near him. Because that stench, it just got worse and worse and worse. Now, the head of this particular ward was a nun, not the most compassionate of ladies. She didn't want to touch him, because he fucking stank. So she sent in one of the younger nurses and said, here, give him a sponge back. Nobody can breathe in the entire hall. And the next thing she heard was a blood-curdling scream as the girl came running out, white as a sheep, and said, I'm not touching him. I'm not touching him anymore. The sister said, ah. Oh cock yourself up, grabbed the sponge off her, grabbed the pail of water, marched into the room, stench and all, plunged her hand into the bucket, got a good sudsy sponge, grabbed the tailor and with a firm hand ran the sponge down his back as he screamed in agony. She didn't realize what was happening at first. She thought she was washing off a layer of filth. She wasn't seeing white skin underneath. That white was a different white, speckled with red. His skin was coming off in sheets, and the stench got worse as the tailor screamed and screamed, and then his scream cut off in a gurgle as his flesh collapsed inwards with rot sloughed off onto the floor and that's why you should be careful when you plant your potatoes.